Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Imagine that an organization that brands conservatives and Christians haters and puts them on a map with chapters of the Ku Klux Klan works with the federal government advising the administration on its domestic terror strategy. The stars at night are big and bright Deep in the heart of Texas. Genevieve Wood from the Heritage Foundation on the phone now. Genevieve, I was just playing that from the Daily Signal website. This is pretty frightening that uh, the Biden administration is using the Southern Poverty Law Center as a resource. It is frightening. It, It probably shouldn't be surprising, but it is frightening that they're using a group like that, which puts all sorts of what they call hate groups together on a map and widely distributes it, puts it on their website, says, here are all the groups in America that you should be wary of, that you should be looking out for. And, you know, it's one thing if it is truly a hate group, but who's a, de- who's a definer of that, of course? According to the SPLC, groups like the Family Research Council or a Catholic church are just the same as the KKK. I mean, that's the kind of stuff, and as many of your listeners may remember, several years ago, it was someone, a a person who was an activist who used that map and broke into the Family Research Council with the intention of killing people because they had seen that group on the Southern Poverty Poverty Law Center's hate map. So the, the idea is like, well, they do this, but nobody pays attention to it, is not true. And the fact that our federal government is asking this group for advice on how we should treat hate groups and how we should, what guidelines we should have is just outrageous. Well, it's not a surprise from this administration. I mean, we our own attorney general in Missouri is having to sue them over, you know, uh, putting their foot on conservative speech online by working with these big yep. tech companies. Uh, I mean, none of this is a surprise. And this is the same group of people that accuse Republican candidates of being the ones that want to end democracy and, and be authoritarian. Well, again, it all depends on what your definition of democracy is and apparently authoritarian. But you're right. I mean, and look, the, going to the STLC is not the only thing they've done. Uh, they, as many people remember, uh, they were teaming up with the American Federation of Teachers and uh, National Organization, you know, for uh, any the National Association of Educators. All these groups that wanted to keep the schools shut down, didn't want parents to have a say about whether kids wore or didn't. That's who they were listening to back during the, during the pandemic. And we have memos of all that now. So they team up with outside liberal groups to try to push their agenda and to take advice from them on how they should be running the country. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, that's That report can be found on DailySignal.com. You know, I, whenever I see somebody's profile and it's got the pronouns attached to it, I automatically dismiss that individual uh, and pay no attention to them. But this new poll that you guys are reporting on here, 
is pretty interesting because you you assume that we, we see how ridiculous this is, but there must be a majority of people who don't, and that's not the case. No, that's very true. There was a fun just, uh, 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 survey just released of, of American adults between the ages of 18 to 65 looking at what do you think about the issue of pronouns? Should you know? Should schools be forcing teachers and students to use the pronouns of individual students that want a certain pronoun, or should they be using the pronoun that they want to use because yeah. that's you know, man or woman? And the flip in just two years, Mark, just two in in, in twenty twenty one, you had a majority fifty four percent saying, well, you should use the pronoun of whatever the kid wants. Today, fifty eight percent say completely the opposite. It ought to be up to the individual to decide what they want to call somebody. And the biggest driving force in that is between the ages of 25 and 44. I mean, ages 35 to 44, the, the group most likely to have children in schools, they went from uh, 46 being opposed in 2021 to 65% today saying, that's no, you don't tell my kid what to call somebody else. That is um, almost a 20% wing. And that is a huge number. And it, But it was across, the only group that thought we should be following the pronoun police were those ages 18 to 24. Yeah, the and, Gen you know, Zers, basically. That's not basically. really surprising. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not surprising. But, I, th- I think what's scary, though, is a lot of these schools they don't have to tell the parents if their kids decided they want to change their pronoun. And I know some states have passed laws saying you have to get parental consent, but my gosh, I saw only 10 states have done that and Missouri's not included. So I hope more states will do that. Well, and, and but what this shows, Kim, is that if parents know, if people know what's going on, it seems that they start making the right decisions. I mean, I think the reason you see this this huge swing in two years is because look at all the news stories about this issue over the last two years. Yeah. All the court cases, all the issues in the schools, and parents are waking up. So hopefully they wake up enough to do and take action on what you just said in, in terms of uh, the state action. Well, I hope so, because it won't be long before you'll get that passive-aggressive email from your company basically encouraging you to use your pronouns and therefore if you don't they will assume that you disagree with that policy i mean that that's got to be coming next if it's not already happening out there somewhere. i'm sure it's already happening in some places it's gotta be it's gotta be genevieve wood thank you as always hey guys thank you you bet senior advisor there for the heritage foundation always great to get her on dailysignal.com heritage.org if you want to go there and check that out get more at 971talk.com Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world, screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.